الرحيم الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد قال الله تبارك وتعالى فاستبقوا الخيرات وقال تعالى وسارعوا إلى مغفرة من ربكم وجنة أرضها كأرض السماء والأرض وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بادروا بالأعمال سبعا هل تنتظرون إلا فقرا منسيا أو غنا مطغيا أو مرضا مفندا أو حرما مفسدا أو موتا مجهزا أو الدجال فشر غائب ينتظر أو الساعة فالساعة أدها وأمر أو كما قال عليه السلام صدق الله العظيم وبلغنا رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين تدرس رسائل جروه شريف اللهم صلي على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم يا رب سلي وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم أما بعد علماء كرام رسبت دارك زدية برابس نبي كريم صلى الله عليه وسلم out of his deep love and concern and warning and fikr for his ummah he, throughout his life he constantly gave very very valuable and pertinent advice to his ummah how to save themselves how to protect themselves how to safeguard themselves in good times in bad times especially that if they adopted certain practices they held on to certain practices it would become the means of safety and protection for the ummah. And we are living in such times that more and more we can see the dark clouds building up on the horizon. And these dark clouds are not the clouds of the rain, but these are the dark clouds of mischief and strife and fitan, fitnas. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in one hadith described the Ba'atiru bil'amali fitanan Fasatakunu fitanun Taqita'i layli al-Muslimi Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam warned his ummah Cautioned his ummah That beware of certain fitnas that are coming These fitnas will be like the like dark, like a dark night it will be dark, pitch black. And nobody will really be able to see where they're going. They will get lost. They won't have no direction where they are going. Nabi Kareem sallallahu gave us a solution. What was the solution he gave? He gave the beautiful solution to his ummah. Hold on to amal. These amal, these actions, these good deeds, these righteous deeds. These are those things that you hold on to, it will help you against the fitnas. And the word that is used here is a very, very significant and important word. Nabi Karim Sallallahu used the word Ba'iru. The ulama, the scholars of hadith, the muhaddisin, they have actually put a heading above these type of narrations and the heading is Al-Mubadaratu ilal khair. Al-Mubadaratu ilal khair 
doing, being hasty towards good deeds. Rush not delaying and procrastinating in the doing of good deeds, but rushing towards doing good deeds. That is the heading, because the word used in this narration, by the way, Karim two narrations that I quote, the one that I quoted now and the one in the beginning, both start with the words, Ba'adihu, rush towards, and hasten towards, hasten towards. Like that, haste is not a good thing. Al-Ajalatu min shaitan Wal-Anatu min ar-Rahman, Wal-Ta'anni min ar-Rahman. Being, you know, doing things in a systematic way, etc., is from Rahman. And doing things in haste, and doing hasty, hey, things hastily, haphazardly, is from shaitan. But this instance, the Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that we must be hasty in doing good deeds. Those that will hold fast to these good deeds, and they will hold tight to good deeds, and they will be hasty in the performance of these good deeds, what will happen? Allah SWT will make this a means of safety and protection from the fitness. Do not leave it for so late that by the time you want to start doing the good deeds, the, the wave of the fitna already came and washed a person away. So you should not be delaying in the doing of good deeds. The good deeds should be done very hastily, speedily, so that before the fitnas, the waves of the fitna come, we are able to escape easily, and we do not get caught up in those waves, that nobody then can escape from those waves. So therefore, the guideline here is that we should do amal, and we should be hasty in doing amal, we should not delay and procrastinate in doing good deeds. Often we find a person says, look, I want to change my life. I want to bring about some good changes. I want to become a better Muslim. I want to become more committed to my deen. I want to be more observant of the laws and teachings of Islam. The person has all these good intentions. But I'll get there. I want to get there. And the person is thinking, okay, let's wait for a nice opportunity to come through, maybe, you know, on a big night, or maybe Ramadan. And Ramadan is around the corner, by the way, my dear brothers. We are already in the Mubarak month of Rajab. And this month of Rajab, as we all know, is a very significant month in the Islamic calendar. It is from the Arba'at Minha Hurum, the four Al-Ashhur Hurum, the four sacred months. One of those four sacred months is Rajab. The, the deeds are multiplied. And there's a lot of uh, barakah and khair in, the, in these months, these four months. And then it comes Shaban, which is another important month. That is the month the Mithreem, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, fasted the most besides Ramadan. In Shaban, li Ramadan, in honor of the month of Ramadan, he fasted excessively in Shaban. And Shaban is the month he mentioned in which the good deeds are all, that, you know, all, all, all uh, uh, assessed and computed and then they are all uh, presented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the whole accounting of the year takes place in the month of Shaban. And in that month, those deeds are presented whole annual. Like we will say, it is an uh, annual audit of one's deeds. That annual audit is presented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of one's deeds. 
So he said that I would like to be fasting in this month so that my my deeds go up with uh, uh, amal of fasting inclusive and included in in the package of the good deeds that goes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And obviously it is the month before Ramadan, so it is a preparatory phase for the month of Ramadan. And we know this month of Rajab, that it is that month that Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam educated and taught his ummah that beautiful dua to make in this month. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Shabat wa balidna Ramadan. Wallah, grant us barakah and blessings in Rajab and Shabat and let us reach Ramadan. If there's barakah in Rajab Shabat, then when we reach Ramadan, we will already be in the you know, in the swing of things, as they say, and we will be in the, in, in, in the mode of Ibadah. So when Ramadan starts, we're not going to be struggling and, you know, battling through the various acts of Ibadah in the month of Ramadan, but we will be flowing, uh, w- with our Ibadah, which we started off two months before, so that when Ramadan comes, from the word go, as they say, we hit the ground running. And we are able to carry out all the various acts of ibadah of Ramadan with a with lot of enjoyment because we have prepared ourselves from before. So when Ramadan comes, we enjoy every minute of that month because we are now physically, mentally, psychologically, spiritually, we are all ready and prepared. Function has to start from now. We can't leave it till the last minute. So therefore we should try and read this dua excessively in this month of Rajab and Shaban. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Shaban wa balikna Ramadan. Try to read this frequently. The more we read it, the more it's a reminder to us about the importance of this month of Rajab and Shaban. And so we will become serious about preparing for Ramadan in this month. Start to increase in Amal. And that's exactly the opportunity is on our doorstep. That's exactly what Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned here, that Ba'adinu bil amali fitanan, rush and hasten towards good deeds, so that you can be safeguarded and protected from the fitnas that are going to come. This is the ideal opportunity, the months of Rajab Shaban Ramadan, this is a wonderful opportunity Allah SWT has presented to us, that we intensify and increase in these amal, so that all goes well in the spiritual season, uh, Sayyidina Abu Qadr Jilani, Ramatulani, used to say that Rajat is like the blowing of the wind, and Shaban is like the gathering of the clouds, and Ramadan is like the falling of the rain. Subhanallah, it's a beautiful season. If we prepare in Rajat, we will get the rains in Ramadan. Abu Bakr Warraq Ramatulani mentioned that example of these three months is like we are planting our seeds in Rajab and we are watering it in Shaban and we are reaping the fruits in Ramadan. So you can't reap, reap the fruits in Ramadan if you did not plant in Rajab and you didn't water in Shaban. It's a three-month process. This is a three-month uh, period, a spiritual period. We should, we should try to make the best of the three months to get the full benefit in Ramadan. May Allah Rabbul inspire us, give us hidayat, guidance and tawfiq. So, here we find that Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used the word, but hasten towards 
in the next, as the narration he mentioned, Ba'iru bi'amani sab'an, deeds before seven crores, then you will want to do good deeds, but there will be an obstacle in your path. And as much as you desire to do those good deeds, you will be unable to do the good deeds because these obstacles, and you will not be able to overcome these obstacles. So don't wait for obstacles to come in your path, and then you want to do good, but you are unable to do because there's a blockage, and there are blocks and barriers and obstacles in front of you. So we find Nabi Karim Shallallahu mentioned in this narration, before these seven conditions come, be, do, do as much good deeds as possible, because when these conditions come, the deeds that you wish to do, he asked the Sahaba Kiram, are you people waiting? Why are you wasting time? Why are you procrastinating? Why are you delaying? Are you waiting for these conditions to come upon you? Fakran munsiyan. Such poverty to overtake you, that it will make you forget everything. Your whole purpose of life will only be, you know, like they say, roti kapra and makan. You only be worried about the basics of life. You only worried about bread and butter issues. You only be worried about earning a livelihood. And your whole heart, soul and mind will be worried about how to survive and how to pass the day and how to, what to, for tomorrow, what you wait to have. Are you waiting for that poverty to overtake you? That in that condition your mind is nowhere up near any doing of good deeds because whole time you are working and working and working and you are so tired that you don't have energy to do any amal. You don't have energy to do any good deeds. Don't wait for that time to come. May Allah SWT save us from such conditions to befall us. But there have been so many cases of people who had everything and overnight they lost everything. And from what they went into poverty. And then how are they going to survive and how are they going to pass through? They're struggling through every day of life. So when they had the wealth, that time they had the opportunity. But alas, they did not use that opportunity. And they let the opportunity slip by. And now a time has come when they want to do the good deeds, but they are so consumed about putting food on the table that there's no energy and time to do any good deeds. So don't wait for that time to come. The second of the seven things that Rehul Karim Sallallahu mentioned, the opposite circumstances now. A person was just living ordinary life, mashallah, he had opportunity to do a lot of good deeds, Occasions were there, he could have done a lot of amal, salih, and so on, but he was negligent, he didn't pay attention, and now suddenly a lot of wealth came into his life. He had a windfall, a lot of money came over, and this, this is the control of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one, the one who, who will Allah. Allah is the one who gives and Allah is the one who withholds. If Allah wants to give someone, then Allah is going to open up the, the, the treasures and he will now suddenly find that he's so wealthy that his mind and heart and soul is only in the wealth and how to preserve that wealth and how to protect his wealth and all his whole energies are directed towards that that he got no time anymore for Amal now. And he's caught up in that wealth of his, 
managing it and growing it and investing it and preserving it and protecting it, that he's got no time now for any ibadah and amal. And now what's going to happen, that this will consume him, his life will come out like that, and he will lose out the opportunity of doing the righteous deed. Then Nabi Karim Wasallam mentioned five other factors, but I see that we have run out of time. So maybe I'll just mention it in passing, and one on some occasion we can do an explanation of all of these other factors. The third factor Nabi Wasallam mentioned, oh, Muradim, Mufsidah, are you waiting for? Now you're healthy, mashallah, you got energy, stamina, strength, capability. You can do a lot of good deeds, but your diligentness comes. Allah, he was a prophet. Healthy person, now he wants to do it. But, alas, he can't. Doesn't have the physical ability. He doesn't have the strength. He doesn't have the health. Then he mentioned, Oh, are you waiting for old age now? When you become so old that all your energy is gone. A person says, Ah, how much I want to make sense on the ground, but my back can't bend anymore, and I can't have to sit on my chair now, and I wish I could have been on the ground prostrating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but old age has come now. At that time, you had work. And you had life, you could have done more of things. You wasted your time, and now at the end, now you want to, but you can't. And Nabi Karim mentioned, Oh, Motor Motor you're waiting for sudden death to overtake you? And that time you're going to say, Ya Allah, give me an extension on life so that I could do A, B, C, and so many more deeds. But it will be said, and Nabi Karim Wasallam said the sixth thing, are you waiting for Dajjal to appear? Or before Dajjal, the pre-era Dajjal, the fitness before the era of Dajjal. You're waiting for that time when things will become so complicated in the world, when there will be so many obstacles to practice your deen, that you will not be able to practice anything when you should have done it before when you had the opportunity. And the seventh thing Nabi Karim Wasallam mentioned, are you waiting for Qiyamat? that Qiyamah is going to come, and if we live to that end of the time, and now you wait, wasted the time, and you suddenly Qiyamah will just uh, uh, appear very suddenly. There will be no, pre, uh, no pre-warning that, okay, you know, in, in, in 30 days notice we give him now, Qiyamah will appear, or 60 days notice, nothing. It will just be a very sudden event. Uh, so my dear friends, in a nutshell, let us not waste our time, the opportunity, the occasion. Allah SWT has given us all the factors to enhance and increase in amal. Let us increase now while the opportunity is there. Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. Ashhabu an la ilaha illallah. Ashhabu an la ilaha illallah. Ashhabu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah. Ashhabu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah. 
الحمد لله الحمد لله القائل وما تقدموا لانفسكم من خير تجدوه عند الله فنحمد حمدا كثيرا كلما يحمد الحامدون ونشكره شكرا جميلا كلما يشكره الشاكرون ونشر لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له شهادة تنفعنا يوم القيامة يوم لا ينفع مال ولا بنون ونشر أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله الذي يخبط الأولون والآخرون أما بعد فيا أيها الناس أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله فقد فاز المتقون ويقول الله عز وجل فهل ينظرون إلا الساعة أن تأتيهم بغتا فقد جاء أشراطها فأنا لهم إذا جاءتهم ذكراهم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بعده بالأعمال فتنا فستكون فتن كقطع الليل المزلم يصبح الرجل مؤمنا ويمسي كافرا ويمسي مؤمنا ويصبح كافرا يبيع دينه بأرض من الدنيا وقال عليه السلام بعده بالأعمال سبعا هل تنتظرون إلا فقرا منسيا أو غنا مبغيا أو مرضا مفسدا أو حرما مفهزا أو الدجال فشر غالب ينتظر أو الساعة فالساعة أدها وأمر أو كما قال عليه السلام بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم لما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نعمد ونستعين ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يؤمنه فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله قال الله تبارك وتعالى في شان حبيبه إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسوله وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وزريته وارض اللهم عن الخلفاء الأربعة أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي رضوان الله تعالى عنهم وعن سائر السعادة أجتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى اللهم جل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى اللهم في مرضانا ومرضى المسلمين وارحم موتانا وموت المسلمين عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى والمنكر والبغي تذكرون واذكروني أذكركم واشكروني ولا تكفرون
الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين إن الله عنده علم الساعة وينزل الغيث ويعلم ما في الأرحام وما تدري نفس ماذا تكسب غدا وما تدري نفس بأي أرض تموت إن الله عليم خبير الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين في قريش إلافهم رحلة الشتاء والصيف فليعبدوا رب هذا البيت الذي أطعمهم من جوع وآمنهم من خوف الله أكبر سمعت الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا النبي والمرسلين ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكون من الفاصلين ربنا أتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة كنا عذابا لعب اللهم إنا نسألك من كل خير ما سألك من عبدك ونبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من كل شر ما استعاذك من عبدك ونبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وأنت المستعان عليك البلاغ ونحوه ونقوة إلا بالله اللهم اهدنا لأحسن الأخلاق والعمال لا يهدين أحسنها إلا أنت وصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئ إلا أنت اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى من القول والفعل والنية والظلم والهدى إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم بارك لنا في رجب وشعبان وبلغنا رمضان اللهم اشم رضانا ومغب المسلمين والحمد تعالى وموت المسلمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك آت السميع العليم تب علينا يا مولانا إنك آت تواب رحيم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد